goddess it's abiola and i wanted to come on and have a really personal conversation with you about depression about mental health about sadness and about how it's okay not to be okay um it has always been a really important part of my work um my site has had many different iterations, but now at womanifesting.com, which is my current site, to make sure that, you know, that we talk about mental health issues. And this has struck me, like I'm sure that it has probably struck you very powerfully this week, first with the loss of Kate Spade. Hello, my goddesses, who was one of my favorite designers and um, one of the goddesses in our Facebook group, uh, which you could join us at imanifestmagic.com. But one of the goddesses in our Facebook group reminded me that we did a feng shui your wallet challenge where I used my Kate Spade wallet a few years ago, and she was so inspired that she went and got a Kate Spade wallet as well to feng shui. And this morning, like just recent, like in a couple of hours ago, a few hours ago, um, I haven't even like mentally like processed this fully, um, hearing about the loss of Anthony Bourdain, like honestly blows my mind, like just really, really blows my mind. Um, I feel like he was a family member. I feel like, I feel like he was like my wacky, um, brilliant, irreverent uncle that I never met who taught me about travel and food and culture and was such a great writer, like such an incredible writer. And, you know, um, what I had posted this morning when I learned on Twitter was that my sister, Damali, who is here in the comments that we, like the two of us and and other members of my family, my mom, my brother, like we have watched every episode of every show he's ever had. And I didn't even tag her in that post because I needed to let her know offline first because that's how great his work has had impact on us. And so, you know, these people who have brought us so much light, unfortunately, weren't feeling that light themselves. And I think that, you know, far too often we assume that everybody is okay because it looks good on the outside. And so I just wanted to open up a discussion for us here in this space. Greetings, Goddess Renair. Greetings, Goddess Aurora. You know, um, greetings, Goddess Courtney. Greetings, Goddess Allison. Greetings, Goddess Lana. Um, I just wanted to just talk about our mental health and feeling sad and depression and the fact that again it is okay not to be okay write that down it's okay not to be okay because when we talk about mental health and we talk about you know um, often the conversation is around people who are underprivileged and in underprivileged communities and people not having access to resources but two of the people that we're talking about this week who were in the public eye had access to all of the resources in the world so what's the challenge? The challenge is that we stigmatize people who ask for help. We stigmatize people who, um, who say that they are not okay. We feel like they are being selfish. 
selfish, you know, people are being selfish if they say that something is wrong. And we need to stop that. And we need to stop that right this minute, right this second. Um, a friend of mine, very close friend of mine, this is coming up on four years since he took his own life. And he was a coach. You know, he was. we had many things in common and our careers had similar, very similar trajectories. And I learned so much from him. Um, let me just give you guys a, a heads up. I'm expecting deliveries because as, as some of you know, I'm in a new space. So I cannot turn off my phone or the buzzer. Um, I'm prepared to run and buzz in people um, and possibly, hopefully, bribe the Wayfair man to take away my boxes. So, side note. All right. Um, but this is coming up on four years since my friend took his life. And I know that. I remember the, um, the amount of years because it was the same year that my niece was born. And um, my funny friend, his name was Nathan, funny, smart, brilliant, caring, capable friend, contacted several of us and said that he was coming to New York. He had moved from New York to DC. And he said, I'm coming to New York and I'm having this luncheon and it's really, really important that you're all there. And it was the same exact day of my niece's christening, which was in Brooklyn um, and his luncheon was in Harlem. So there was no way that I could do both. Um, just wasn't possible. You know, I had to be at my niece's christening. And I didn't understand why it was so urgent for him anyway for us to to be at this thing because I was like, Nathan, you're right in D.C. It's not like you're in, you know, D.C. and New York are four to six hours away. I'm like, you're right there. You're a drive away. You're four hours away. Like, I can we, we can get together, you know, next week or next month or whatever. Like, it felt like, okay, well, we have all this time. You know, I understand you're having this luncheon, but I don't understand the urgency. And another one of our close friends also, you know, just he, he says, you know, that he he's like, well, I didn't have a niece or a christening. I just felt like eh, I didn't want to go. Like he wanted to just, you know, be hugged up with his boyfriend and not go. And so we weren't there. And hearing that Nathan took his life and we were not there for him, like I spent a really long time being angry at him because I felt like he didn't even give me the chance to talk him out of it. And I think that what people don't realize about people, you know, dealing with depression, severe clinical depression, um, one of the things that I saw that Kate Spade's husband said, she, he said, I spoke to her the night before and she sounded so happy. And it was the same when I had been texting with Nathan and he was showing me that in his class, he was like in school, he had been talking about me and showing videos of my work and he seemed so happy. And one of the things is that someone could seem completely happy on the outside and if they have been dealing with clinical depression and they have suicidal ideation that oftentimes it's because the decision has been made so that is something that i want you to look for in the people around you the strong people around you um many years ago i directed and produced a documentary called Knives in My Throat about depression and suicidal ideation following the life of Takiya Hayden, who is also another smart, brilliant, talented woman um, who is a mom and um, 
who is a mom now uh, and everything that she experienced from foster care and dealing with suicidal ideation. And that was one of the things that I learned in doing that film and, and studying mental health that again, you know, if a person has been sad and dealing with depression and then suddenly they suddenly seem like a burst of like mania or happiness, it could be that they have now, they have decided their way out. So they feel a relief and they feel happiness. And so this is a good time to check on your strong people, your strong friends, right? We are all human. Um, this is a good time to check on yourself, to check in on yourself and just see how you're doing. If you need to go and get help of any kind, um, you know, I know that a lot of people feel like, okay, well, they just spoke to their minister and that is enough. Um, please speak to trained mental health professionals, clinicians, um, people who are, you know, trained to be able to give you the kind of support that you need. Uh, if you notice that there are people around you, your friends, your family, that seem like they need to have this conversation and you are not, you know, you don't feel like you have the tools, then give them a phone number, follow up with them. You know, you can't always take it on you. You know, you have to be able to, you can be able to though, you can be able to be a bridge to them and say, here's a website, here's a phone number, here is a way to help. Um, I just think that it's so, it's so important that we have these conversations and that we destigmatize people who say that something is wrong with them. You're not broken, you're not, um, you're, there's not something wrong with you that you can't reason your way out of being sad. Because I know that, you know, for me with my anxiety, um, I don't know clinical depression, but I do know anxiety very intimately. And it's not something that I can reason my way out of. And if you're feeling any kind of like, sadness to the degree of where you feel like you no longer want to be here get help get help because we need you we need you we need your particular brand of magic we need your special voice we need what you have to offer and so reach out to somebody someone can someone google for me the hotline like the the um any kind of like uh suicide depression hotlines and post them in the comments for me um i think that i don't want to get the number wrong can you post the the numbers there i remember when i was growing up in my family you know that someone tried to take their life and i remember that we went to the hospital and we visited them and you know family members that just that just dismissed it you didn't want to kill yourself and we went home and we never ever mentioned it or spoke about it again and again it's okay not to be okay it's okay not to be okay just because it may feel like a little switch in your brain is broken you are not broken you are whole you are capable, you are beautiful, you are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy, you are enough. 
and don't let a bad moment steal from you all of the other possibilities to come. You know, um, one of my favorite mantras when I was going through situational depression, um, which, you know, we've all been familiar with situational depression. You go through something sad and you're sad, right? You go through grief or a breakup or something like that, loss of a job, and you feel sad because something sad has happened um, that is healthy, right? That is normal. One of my favorite mantras I, was, um, this too shall pass. And it's because no matter what is going on, this too shall pass. Whether you are experiencing sadness or happiness or either way, it will pass. And so don't let a bad moment, you know, a temporary situation, don't make a permanent decision about a temporary situation. Somebody please put that in the comments as well. Don't make a permanent decision about a temporary situation. And so some of the things that you can do that would be helpful for you, EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, which I've shared with many of you, has been very healing and transformational for me and has been clinically shown to, um, scientifically documented to help with even physical pain as well as mental and emotional pain. Um, cognitive behavioral therapy. If you don't know what that is, just write it down. Cognitive behavioral therapy. Ask your doctor, and if your doctor is unfamiliar, Google it and find someone who does it. It is, people have found it to be more powerful than just regular talk therapy, although if what you need is talk therapy, then do that. But cognitive behavioral therapy helps to rewire the patterns in your brain. And I may be using the wrong language, and here is a medical disclaimer. By watching this video, you are taking full responsibility for your own well-being. I am not a medical doctor. This is for, this is my opinion, for informational purposes only. Um, but cognitive behavioral therapy has been really, really powerful. And again, just talk to someone. You know, talk to somebody, let them know what is going on with you. Because a lot of times when we're in something, like I know when I'm in the midst of anxiety or if I'm in the midst of a panic attack, it looms large for me. It seems huge for me. It seems all-encompassing for me. And it is the same way with, you know, if you are dealing with clinical depression, you know, um, I was reading the statement from Kate Spade's husband and he's like, he didn't feel, he felt like, well, we're just taking a time out. Like we're not having, we weren't having problems to that extent. So when you're in something, it can loom much, much larger. Again, just because it may feel like a switch is broken in your brain, it doesn't mean that you are broken. You're not broken. Okay. And it is not only okay to get help, but it is, consider it your duty to get help, to be supported, to allow yourself to be loved. Because if you're watching this and I've magnetized you here to this conversation, I know that you are a caring, giving, generous person. I know 
that you have been a listening ear and a supporter for other people. And so please allow yourself to be loved up on, allow yourself to be supported, allow yourself to have the tools that you need, you know, from people who, you know, um, can support you. A support group actually can also be a really, really powerful thing. I was in a support group many years ago and I found it to be incredibly, incredibly powerful. Many, There are many support groups. If you don't have insurance or don't have money for therapy, go to, go to, I remember at the time, I mean, this is a long time ago, but I found the support group on Craigslist. So Google whatever it is that you're experiencing and for and Google like depression free support group or anxiety free support group and see what comes up or go to Craigslist and see in the free area. Um, I'm going like this because I remember it was on the top left of the page um, activities. I think it was or something like that and see what is there and just go. Just go and just be there to just give your voice and give your story and, and be able to speak it out of your voice. You don't have to deal with it all yourself. You don't have to go through it alone. You were not meant to walk this path alone. With all of these beautiful, almost 8 billion people on this planet, if the people who are closest to you don't feel like they can give you the support you need, find some other people. There are other people there, and we need you, and we need you, okay? I'm looking at the comments. Goddess Damali says, Medicaid covers therapy. So if you don't have, if you can't afford, if you're in the United States and you cannot afford to get therapy, Medicaid covers therapy. Goddess Yvonne says, thank you so much for talking about this. You're welcome, my sister. Yes, Goddess Courtney says, support groups help a lot. They really, really do, because sometimes it's just, the factor of bearing having having someone listen you okay and i'm not skipping the word listen to you listen you actively as a process being able to listen you vibe with you feel you being able to hear other voices that are experiencing the same thing because again when you're in the midst of something it feels like it's only you that only you are experiencing this sadness in this way or only you are experiencing this whatever it is in this way, right? And it feels like, oh my God, like, you know, people feel like, well, they feel embarrassed about what they're experiencing. They feel shame. Shame is a very debilitating, um, debilitating emotion. And uh, there's no shame for being human. There is no person, human grown person who is on this planet who has not felt sad. It's just not possible. There's no one who has not felt worried about something, anxious. It's not possible. And so this is within the range of human experience. You're not by yourself. You're not by yourself in that. And so again, you know, I love journaling, right? And music therapy as tools. But if you are in a situation where you feel like things are not changing, get help get support goddess shanna is here aloha my love goddess shanna is in hawaii and she is an incredible coach she is a wonderful human being and at some point in time we're going to be collaborating on a retreat we haven't figured out when but you know we will go to hawaii and maybe around this topic and have a retreat well 
I will go to Hawaii. She already is there. And here's an inspiration from Goddess Shanna. She was based in New York City, um, in Brooklyn, New York. She is a Caribbean person. All of her family was here. And she said, I am a single woman with no children, and I have the capacity to live anywhere in the world. Where would I like to live? And rather than just thinking about it, she picked up her beautiful self and her beautiful life and said, the most beautiful place I could live on this planet and be my beautiful self is Hawaii. And she went and she did it. And she is there. Yes, mind blown. She went and she's there in Hawaii, living her beautiful life. Yes, yes, support for that. Support for that. Like, how inspiring is that? How inspiring is that? Thank you, Goddess Shanna, for being an inspiration. Goddess Jamie says, she mentioned CBT in the previous message. Okay, great. She says she's been doing it for two years. Yes, CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. Write it down and take it to your health practitioner or Google it and find someone in your area that does it, okay? Thank you, Goddess Sarima, for posting suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Someone post it again. Suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Goddess Jamie says, when my newborn daughter died, let's all witness her. Let's all hear her. Let's all feel her. When my newborn daughter died, it happened during some of the already worst times of my life before and afterward, but now I am here. Those are the most powerful words that we can speak, right? I am here, she said. Now I am here. Yes, sis, we see you. And I am happy. And she wrote that in all quotes. You deserve to be happy. You are worthy and deserving of all good things. And she says, after so much loss and grief and tragedy at 42, I am so happy. That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing your testimony. And so Goddess Jamie, who is a blogger, who is building a beautiful community, um, you will see it soon for empaths and introverts uh, and spiritual entrepreneurs. How incredible that she you know, has had that experience. And the beauty of being still here is that she can take that test and that testimony and help someone else and support someone else. And so Goddess Jamie, we're so glad that you are still here, beautiful. Goddess Aurora affirmed, don't make a permanent decision over a temporary situation. Write that down again, we can't write that down enough. Goddess Aurora is talking about uh, custody battles, Goddess Renair. She says, Goddess Jamie says, I worried that I was bipolar as well because nearly everyone in my family has it, but I'm stuck with acute anxiety. It's awful, but I really try. I'm also in CBT. I've used severe, I also used to have severe panic attacks when I was young and going through custody issues in the state and my ex. It's interesting. I was telling my sister Damali because I was diagnosed with asthma when I was a kid. And then sometime in college, I gave up using my asthma inhaler. I don't remember when, probably during college drunkenness. I don't know. <laughs> Being college drunk and an asthma inhaler probably don't go well together. I, I don't remember. But it was interesting because my sister had asked me, um, 
when did you stop using your inhaler and why? And I was telling her that I don't think that I actually ever had asthma. I think I was having panic attacks. I think I was having misdiagnosed panic attacks and that they diagnosed me with asthma because um, the doctors when I grew up and you know that by that time that was the early 90s um, didn't talk to communities of color about depression and sadness and anxiety and mental health and so I think that I was having anxiety and panic attacks and it was misdiagnosed as asthma goddess Renair says thank you Aurora, I'm in a better place today. At that moment, my marriage had ended. Yes, Goddess Renee, you have been through it, my love. She says, I had no job, no income. I was sleeping in my friend's spare bedroom. My business was in a hole and I had no interest in working for a school. Having depression already looming, it just laid on my whole life shattering and I couldn't see past it. Thank you so much for sharing that, Goddess Renair. I want to brag on Goddess Renair for a second as well. She just posted the, she also posted the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And if you happen to not be in the United States, just Google for whatever is your country and you can find it. It's available 24 hours a day. The phone number is 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. If you're in another country and don't know what to do, you can dial this number via Skype as well. 1-800-273-8255. And there's also, um, you can do, there's texting therapy. There are various text therapy uh, companies that you can use. That'll be an app on your phone and you can text with someone. Um, Again, it's okay not to be okay. Write that down. It's okay not to be okay. So let me brag on Goddess Renair for a second. Um, as she's sharing here in the comments, she went through a hell of a year um, and a half, a couple of years. She is an incredible person who was on her path to, she was married with family and on a path to become an ordained minister. And she realized that certain things within that path, although she is clearly a minister in every single thing that she does, in every way that she approaches her life, and everyone knows that. She, because of what was going on in her life and because of her life path, as she's sharing, she went through some stuff. And she, as a part of her comeback, as a part of her stepping up and realizing that this setback was the platform for her to come back and it hasn't been an easy road. This incredible human being entered a pageant. Yes, a pageant. As a grown ass woman, my age, she entered a pageant. She put herself out there in the interest of being seen and heard and doing something that was just for her, something that was crazy, something that was out of her comfort zone. And I say crazy in quotes because those of y'all who don't know, I am a pageant queen with, <laughs> you go to my mom's house with trophies and crowns and all that, <laughs> right? doing something that was out of her comfort zone and stepping out to be to to completely break the mold of who she was before now to the other people in her life who you know were not having intimate conversations with her about her journey did it seem crazy yeah yeah they felt like well wait you were about to be an ordained minister what are you doing right 
Sorry, sorry, y'all. Again, I can't turn my phone off expecting deliveries. Okay, all right. Um, it must have seemed insane. But what does what is never insane is living your truth. What is never insane or crazy or bad or wrong is getting help and getting support. However you feel is however you feel. You have a right to feel all of your feelings. Somebody write that down as well. You have a right to feel your feelings. You have a right to feel all of your feelings. We're in such a moment and a culture of numbing and avoiding and running from the ways that we feel um, and thinking that you know everything has to be Instagram shiny. Right, that your your life has to be Instagram ready. If you pop out a baby, the baby has to be Instagram ready. Everything needs to be, you know, point click shoot looking good. And one of the articles that I read about Kate Spade, I don't know how true this is or not. This is just what I read in the New York Times. It said that she was receiving some she had received some support, but not in the way that she wanted to because she was concerned about how it would be perceived. And although she is somebody who is so visibly in the public eye, that is no different than you being afraid that, say, your significant other may say, well, what are you doing, right? Or a parent may say, why are you doing that? Or a child may say, well, what are you doing? You know, well, people, you know, everyone has the idea that people like us, however you, your friends, your family, your culture, take that to mean people like us don't do that or whatever it is. Let me just tell you something, whoever you are, people like you are human. People like you feel feelings. People like you are human and have a right to be supported and helped. And so please, please, please feel the, that, that if you can't talk to the people in your life, there are people for you to be able to talk to. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Again, thank you, Goddess Damali, 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. That's in the United States. If you're outside of the United States, you can call it through Skype. Goddess Courtney, thank you for posting. You can get text help. You can text 741-741 in the United States. United States. Text 741-741. Suicide is not glamorous. It's not sexy. It's not, it may feel like it's a solution. But again, we need you. We need you. And most importantly, you need you. You need you. And so give yourself a chance to come out of the other side. Um, the best movie title that I've ever heard that is along the lines of what we're talking about today, many years ago, many, many moons ago, I was in a movie that... Um, actually won a BAFTA award um, and it's named Jump Tomorrow. And the title Jump Tomorrow comes from one of the characters in the film. It's a British film. One of the characters in the film wanted to jump from uh, Niagara Falls. And the person who supports him and helps him to save his life says, you know, well, mm, why not jump tomorrow? Right, because tomorrow never comes. So, don't no need to decide that today. Jump tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. 
let it be don't make a permanent decision for us a, a temporary situation you know allow yourself to know that this too shall pass even while you're in it and it's thick and it's real that's that's another thing I want to stress what you're feeling is real you're not making it up you're not imagining it it is real it is anything that you are experiencing in your mind is as real and concrete as anything that is around us and, but there is help available there is support available and if you're if you reach out to a counselor and they're not the right person for you and they don't get you reach out to someone else just because a person has been trained they may not have been trained in the way that they can support you don't let that be the end of that just find someone else talk to someone else okay goddess Renair I'm seeing your comment I'm sending you so much love and I'm glad that you went for help. I'm glad that you got support and I'm glad that you're still here. Goddess Rora posted earlier that <laughs> Lady Annabelle's helping her. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Yay. Coach Roz, Goddess Allison says, this is why she did her video the other day because I need people to understand that many of us suffer in silence. I am a survivor. Thank you for that testimony. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that testimony. And Goddess Allison, I want people to know she is a starting over coach starting over coach and so if you are wanting or needing support in starting over in any area of your life get in touch with her goddess Allison she's right here in the comments Allison Rozelle if you're watching this on um, if it's pre-recorded just looking through the comments goddess Jamie is talking about all of the mental health issues that run in her family. Thank you for being transparent and honest about that. I have mental health issues that run in my family too on both sides. And it's so interesting because, you know, um, when we look back generationally, right, people just say, oh, that was crazy uncle whoever or crazy grandpa whatever. And Many of us have those histories because it's only been probably in the past 30 years that people are having these conversations in transparent ways. And we can, those of us who are alive on the planet right now, be the generation that helps people to know that there is no stigma in getting help. And, you know, if, again, if you need help, reach out, get help. Don't expect that the people around you need to be the people who are able to support you in this way. They may be just barely holding on for themselves. So again, check on the strong people around you. Check on the entrepreneurs and artists. Check on all of those people, right? Because what being, being an entrepreneur or being an artist or being a writer, it's very, it can be seen very sexy, very whatever, but it's also a lot of times you at the helm of something by yourself. So check on those people. Check on everybody. Check on everybody. Goddess Dawn says, my life has been on hold while helping my child get the mental health care he needed. And so it ended up with having to call the police. I'm dealing with an even more damaged relationship with my children because of this mess. I'm deeply saddened. Let's send her love, sis. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. We send you so much support and so much love. I know that that is not easy. I know that that is not easy. That sounds, you know, just like so much so much and I know that for you as a person who is a natural giver and a natural caretaker 
as I know you to be, that that has has to be incredibly difficult for you. Sending you so much love. That's great. Goddess Shana says telehealth is becoming more popular, which is wonderful. But again, I want to stress along those lines, if you reach out to help for someone and they're the wrong person, reach out again. Um, I had reached out to, I forget the name of the, there's some kind of anxiety hotline or anxiety app or something. That, I don't remember the name of it now. But um, if anybody knows the name, post it. If either at any rate, um, I had entered, I signed up for it, paid for it, and was starting to text with them. And then they gave me this one person um, who I had a whole intake with and spoke to her about anxiety. And then, um, then I don't know, she quit or she got fired or whatever. Then like the next day after I had this whole like bonding thing with her and then they sent me a thing and they're like, oh, such and such is no longer with us. You'll be working with Ted. And I was like so shaken up that I never went back. Like I canceled it. I was like, I don't want to work with Ted. Like that made me honestly like more anxious. So the person that you, the situation, just because if you reach out for help, you know, and it's the, the person doesn't get it or they're not supportive enough or whatever. And if you're feeling a, you know, a sense of depression, loss, um, overwhelming sadness, keep going, find somebody else. If that doesn't work, find somebody else. If that doesn't work, find somebody else. Okay. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Again, just because someone has been trained in one way, it does not mean that they are able to be supportive of you. I even remember um, a conversation, for example, with one of my doctors about 10 years ago, and I told her you know, that I was having all of these body image issues, and she dismissed it, and she said, oh, no, you're fine. And to her credit, um, that was like at the beginning of the exam, uh, beginning before the exam and like the conversation before the exam. To her credit, afterward, she came back around and she said, I, I'm sorry, I just feel like I dismissed what you were saying. And I, I just want to let you know that I'm not dismissing what you're saying. And, and if you do feel like you need more help, I can help you to find it. Um, and at that point, honestly, I was pissed off at her. And so we did not continue that conversation. But... I appreciate her coming back around to that. And I share that to say people, you know, the people who we get support from, they're just people and human beings too. And so what can happen a lot of times, um, I remember when I was making the documentary about the phenomenal young woman that I told you about who was dealing with bipolar um, challenges and suicidal ideation, making that film for me was incredibly painful because I was living in her mind and living in her experience and her principal source of support. And it was really difficult for me because I did not have the tools to be that kind of support to her. So if you are a caretaker and someone, and you are taking care, you know, like Goddess Dawn just shared, you know, love to the caretakers, big love to the caretakers. If you are sharing with your friends or your family, um, if your friends or your family are sharing with you in a way that you are finding perilous to yourself, you seek support too. You seek tools that you can share with them that they can be able to get support for themselves, okay? 
Goddess Mignon says, I send so much love to Goddess Dawn. I almost had to do the same for my daughter as well. Much love to you, Goddess Mignon. She says, I hold a space for what you're feeling as a mom, caretaker, making a difficult choice. Talk space, Goddess Courtney says, yes, that's not the one that I called, but Talk Space is a really, really great app um, for dealing with um, all kinds of mental health issues. Let's see. Um, Goddess Allison is also sending love and support to Goddess Dawn, as is Goddess Courtney. All right, my loves. So this is a great day, as I said, to check in with yourself. Check in with yourself. See if there are if there's help or resources that you need. Check for, you know, if you would like to have a support group, find a support group. If you would like to have um, therapy, or let me relinquish that, not like to have, if you are in need of. So there's no shame in being in need of help. If you are in need of someone to talk to, find talk therapy. If you are in need of um, needing to help you to make a shift out of a mental health challenge, cognitive behavioral therapy, which I mentioned um, before, Google it or take it to your healthcare practitioner. Um, if you're looking for something that you can do every day for mental, emotional, physical maintenance, Google EFT, someone put it in the comments, EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. I have many videos on YouTube and at womanifesting.com, but so do a lot of other people. So you can just go to YouTube and literally type in depression, EFT, tapping, or sadness, EFT, tapping, or anxiety, EFT, tapping, and lots of videos will come up. Or you can just check on my channel, youtube.com slash planet Abiola. Um, that is a wonderful, uh, a wonderful daily maintenance technique. Journaling is also really helpful. Um, physical movement, because a lot of times when we're dealing with being sad and depression, you know, you may feel stuck. You may feel, you know, like you're just locked into a space and locked into the rooms of your home. Get out and get moving, even if it's just a walk. Take a walk around the block. Take a walk around the corner. Physical movement helps you to shift your mindset. It really, really does. Turn on some music and dance. I know it sounds really superficial, and that's not the end-all, be-all. We're talking about a comprehensive approach, right, with everything. Um, and part physical movement can absolutely be a part of that. Uh, the reason why journaling is powerful is because you're allowing yourself to be witnessed on the page. And that can be very helpful if you feel if you're not feel, feeling seen or heard in your life, or just as a way to process your thoughts. Okay, so there's Goddess Annabelle. <laughs> All right, my loves. So thank you, Goddess Namali, for posting that video. Thank you, Goddess Dawn. She says thank you for the beautiful space for us. So should we have monthly mental health check-ins? Maybe it's a good good idea for us to have monthly mental health check-in. Yeah, I think that we should do that. Let's do that. All right. All right, my loves, you are loved. You are so very loved. If you are within the sound of my voice, I love you. I adore you. I'm so glad that you are here. You are enough. You are enough. 
You are enough. All right, my loves. Hug somebody. Or if there's nobody to hug, hug yourself. Hug your beautiful self. See you next time. Yes, Goddess Rora. Okay, good. Monthly check.